Yo, it is Tuesday. Tuesday night, Tuesday morning, Tuesday evening, wherever you are in the world. Ringside Mayhem is in the building. It is I, the one and only Pierre. Rose is here. Lacite is here. How you guys doing? Good. Good. Can't complain, man. Can't complain. GM, Mr. Classic, is in the building one more time. How are you, sir? Yes, yes. This is him. This is him. It's real, but it's not a film. It's your GM Classic. I'm doing well. How's everybody you, doing today? Don't you ever disrespect the Sims again. <laughs> but I'm yeah, real. Don't, don't I'm not a Sim. the Sims, man. Don't, but I'm man. real here. I'm real. I'm, I'm, I'm not a simulation. I can't, I can't sim it. You drunk and play the Sims? Like, it is so fun. <laughs> it you is, isn't that it? It is a fun thing. <laughs> and uh, Sir Mac will be back from his journey next week. Actually, no, not next week. This weekend, he'll be back. He'll be back with me. Yes, week. sir. But without further ado, the moment everyone has been waiting for, we have our first guest. Throughout this time, we will turn it to the guest and let him introduce himself. So, sir, you have the floor. This is the Suplex Assassin, Alex Kane, and this podcast is about to get all of this work. Let's go. <laughs> no, yeah. pineapples. I, I don't want to be suplexed. Yo, I second that one right there. No. Classic, I'm with you. Your, your suplexes, like I said, man, your suplexes, yeah, uh-uh. Um, you know, it puts, it puts Brock to shame. How about that? I'm, I'm going to just be red daddy on Friday. No. <laughs> I've gotten that a few times. I've gotten that a few times. Like, um, I saw a clip that somebody posted from Saturday, um, and it said uh, something along the lines of suplex assassin's awesome and Brock could never. And I was like, I'll take it. I've also been called. Whoa! I've you also will been take called... it. I, me, me and Brock are gonna have a suplex off. I'll talk some big ass. You know that that'll be wonderful. <laughs> we gonna toss around each other, I guess. Oh, we gonna we gonna we gonna find some local talent and uh and, and see who can do the best suplexes. That I would watch. I would too. I will watch that. Can you can you suplex Drew McIntyre too, please? Yeah, I can do that. I got you. All right, great. <laughs> it got to be in the middle of a history lesson, though. Like, no, no history lesson. Just well, why are you bringing up the history lesson? Just because he liked it. It got to be in the middle of it. He secretly liked it. That's why he's bringing it up. He ain't slick. The same way they did old dude on AEW. Just, just do it this that way. Just, just. Why are you bringing up AEW so early? Right. Look, we got a whole couple of days to go. You know what? Uh, this watermelon and mustard has really just yeah, messed with your it's sensibilities. Wait, wait, hold on. First of all, y'all not going to judge me on, on this podcast right here. It's too, not late. Happen. too late. Too late, bro. Late. Too late. Alex, Alex, can you suplex one of them? Because they're judging me. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So what, what's the watermelon? Because I've seen it. I've seen the trend a few times. What does it taste like? Okay. So it's like a sweet with a kind of savory and... And I don't, I don't know how to explain the taste of mustard, but if if you put the sweet, but you got to get a good watermelon with it, though. You can't have a bad one. If you have a bad one, it's not going to be a good experience. Like it is bad. No, no, it's not. No, if you have a good sweet one, it's not. It's not bad at all. I'm telling you. Look, it's just, I'm all for wild food combinations. I see. I, I I started kind of like a trend on on Twitter with uh, uh, cinnamon toast crunch and apple juice. What? Oh my that God. is good. Wait, Wait, what? Cinnamon toast crunch and apple juice. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. I, wonderful. I know that. It's good. Wow. When when is cinnamon and apple not ever went together? They always it always okay. goes together. It's 
have you not have you not had I'll go say Apple Jacks? Come on now. Okay. I guess so. Anywho, Alex, you know, go on and tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, promotions you're in and things like that. Uh, so I am from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, that's why I built myself around more suplex islands. If people let me use my, um, I guess, fictional place that I'm from. Um, I was trained by A.R. Fox. He's an indie legend unto himself. Uh, former three-sport athlete, football, wrestling, and rugby. Um, I've been wrestling for two years, which is not a long time at all. But to be where I am right now, it's pretty impressive. I mainly wrestle, well, I've been, I guess the places that, states that I have wrestled in are Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, um, Indiana, and just recently Philly. At the uh, old ECW arena, um, that's where I made my oh, debut. Hey, ECW. Oh, so you nice. are currently with MLW? Yes. That is dope. So at this time, I'm going to turn it over to the Queen of Thorns, Rose. Go ahead and ask a question. Thank you. Thank you, ladies, first. So, Alex, my question to you is, what is the best advice that you've ever gotten within this industry? The best advice that I've gotten in this industry is always, always seek out critique because you're never, no one, there's nine times out of 10, you're never going to have a perfect match. Um, so there's always, there's most of the time, there's always somebody in the locker room that knows a little bit more than you do or has been doing this longer or, you know, have been to where you're trying to get to. Um, so after your match, you want to go and you want to find that person or those people and ask them, like, for, like, their blunt, honest, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The like blunt, feedback. honest feedback of your match. Um, and you don't, and when you get that feedback, like, don't take it personal because it's not personal, it's business. Um, and you want to be able to, be the best performer you can possibly be. And then once you get that feedback, you know, you can sift through it. Some of it's not, not, not all of it's going to be great or whatever, because a lot of it is that person's opinion, but you can take and reap like w the good stuff, you know, the stuff that you can actually use. And then you can take that and you can apply that to your next match. And you keep, and you keep repeating that process. And I feel like that's how you become the best performer you can possibly become. Dope. Nice. nice. It's always great in, in life, just in general, to take criticism. Yeah. Yeah. And I, for one, I used to struggle with it. Like growing up, you couldn't tell me nothing about myself without me getting mad at you. But now, as I, as I get older, I'm like, you know, criticism that goes to show somebody cares about you. You know, so. Yeah. And like you said, in wrestling, you can't, you're not going to have a perfect match every time. So that's great that you do that. GM, you have a question? Yes. Yes. Um. So. Mr. Kane, I, I would like to know, so what um, inspired you to really dive into pro wrestling? Oh, man. I I bought this um, VHS uh, at a yard sale, Stone Cold Demolition, and it was basically like um, mapping out his feud with Kane, I believe, going into his first blood match. Um, and like when I bought it, I didn't really know who Stone Cold Steve Austin was. Um, I just I didn't know what professional wrestling was at the time, but it just seemed cool. And you know, the person that sold it to me kind of explained to me who Stone Cold Steve Austin was. And once he explained to me who Steve Austin was, he's this outlaw, badass. Uh, he beats up his boss day in and day out. Like 
you can't help but get behind that. Um, and like once I saw it and I saw like the, the, the crowd and the atmosphere of uh, of the show that they're putting on, I was like, this is what I'm going to do with my life. This is what I'm going to do. Um, and I feel like every decision that I've made in my life has kind of set me up to be where I am at now. We got a question from one of our castmates. He's not with us today, but his one of his question is to this date, what has been the number one moment in wrestling that has inspired your career the most? I don't know if that kind of ties into what you just said, but the number one moment I get re- recently was Kofi winning the WWE Championship. Hmm. I, yeah, I, 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 I cried watching oh. that. Like I, the, and even though like I know the ins and outs of wrestling or whatever, like that really like that really tugged on my emotions because it was so. Um, it was. It's been one of those things where that we that we uh, I feel like we as a community have wanted for so long. I mean, yes, we have the Rock or whatever, but like. Kofi being like African African or whatever, dark skinned, um, that that was that was a huge moment. Um, and that kind of like let me know like, okay, like a lot of a lot of guys, a lot of people that look like me haven't been to the haven't been to the very, very top of this industry. And now that somebody is at the top of this industry, like I know that like I can I guess break through that glass ceiling or whatever and reach reach that pinnacle myself. Lucite. Um, I'm pretty sure you have a question in regards to that. Well, yeah, Alex, it's funny you brought that up because my question is simple, man. Being an African-American wrestler, how do you handle representing our culture? Because it's literally like you just said. I, I, I know when Kofi won, it's the same thing for me. I cried too. I mean, we got The Rock. You got Mark Henry. I mean, you got Rocky Johnson. You got Ron Simmons. I mean, you got the list goes on and on. But how for you being an up-and-coming wrestler, how do you, you handle that say, pressure? You, you better say Moose. Come on. And Moose too. Yeah, and Moose too. Moose That's right. Hello. Moose is out there. That's right. That's right. Ah, yes. Booker. Booker. Yeah, and yeah, Booksy, but, um, right? Booker's there. Booker's the clown to me sometimes, though. Oh. Hey. Um, yeah, I, I want to hear this. I want to hear this. Booker T's got some like like really I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinion. When he was talking about Aleister Black didn't set himself apart from everybody else, I'm like, he's the only dude out here. Covered in tattoos or whatever, um, his you, his entrance is unique and his moveset is unique. What do you mean he didn't set himself apart from everybody else? He's the most di- he's on, on that roster. He was the most different from everybody else. That 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 was weird for me. But as far as like representing like the culture, like whether I'm babyface or heel, it doesn't matter. If a little black kid or a little black girl comes up to me and like. They could have been booing me all night long, but if they want a picture or they want an autograph or anything like that. I'm not gonna turn them away. Dope. I'm not. I'm not going to. Re- I'm not gonna be a heel and and be mean to them or anything like that. Because I feel like some those moments right there when they're coming to you and they're vulnerable. Like if I were to be in character at that moment, like and it was a negative reaction, that's gonna stay with them forever. Um. Because like I see, I see wrestling as I don't need you to hate me. If I'm being a heel, I don't need you to hate me personally. Mm-hmm. I need you to hate my character. That's it. I need you to be disgusted with my character's actions. But when I step back through that curtain, I am who I am in real life. So like, 
I'm not like I feel like at this point in time in wrestling, we're not trying to pull the wool over people's eyes anymore. We're simply entertaining you, um, and we're trying to get you wrapped up in the emotions of what's going on in the story of the match. Um, but people already people know what professional wrestling is. They've known since like the '40s. So to keep trying to insult people's intelligence isn't right. Like. They, if if they've known what professional wrestling was since the '40s, and we're still going strong today, then I don't have to treat you like, oh, this is uh, this isn't what it is. You know, if that makes sense. Makes total sense. And now that we're on the topic of wrestling, I have a question: Do you watch other brands or promotions? If so, which ones do you enjoy? Um, I watch. So it's kind of weird. Like, like before, before I started training for wrestling, like I would watch Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, and all that, TNA, all that, and I'd watch it as a fan. But now, it's less of watching it as a fan unless it's like a specific moment or specific matchup. Um, I mainly watch wrestling from a study standpoint, and okay. mainly what I study is a lot of All Japan, New Japan. Hmm. Um, I really, I really, really enjoy NXT's product. Hey, um, uh, they're they're doing wrestling the right way. Um, since I've been signed to MLW, if I've started brushing up and watching more of the product. I don't watch a whole lot of AEW, even though a lot of my friends are on there. I think I I think I watched a video or I saw like a post or whatever about Hangman Page, and like I'm I can kind of get myself invested in him after like learning learning his like I guess like complete like story arc of like. Who he is as far as as far as as far as his career goes from the independence to AEW, um, okay. so I might start getting invested in Hangman Page, um, but I'm going to branch out and watch some more AEW content here soon. Well, a piece of advice. Uh, I'm just, sorry. Just pray. You know. Not pray. Just just brace yourself for what you see. I mean, I watch them all, but. I am. They'll tell you. I'm a. I'm an NXT. I love NXT. So, you know, that made me happy that you said NXT. Anybody else has any other questions at this time? Um, I, I got one. One. Oh, oh, go go ahead, ladies first. Ladies first. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Okay. So this is kind of taking us. Well, not really off the topic, but you know, on a personal standpoint. What do you do when you're not on the road, like in your private time, when you're not training or wrestling? Uh, I'm I'm kind of lame in that in that sense. Uh, as just people say, I'm a homebody. Um, so if I'm not on the road, I'm probably I'm either studying or I'm playing video games or trying to eat as much food as possible. Um, or or in the gym. Um, I'm trying to find like a hobby. I just, I don't know what what the hobby's gonna be. I'm trying to find something to like occupy my time. Uh, but I mean, yeah, if I'm not on the road, I'm just chilling. Okay. What do you play? Uh, I have an Xbox. I've I uh hey, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> two for Xbox two. One. Let's go. Uh, oh, I just man. started back playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, okay. I stopped playing for a minute. Um, I think I picked up. I picked up Division 2 and I played through that Division 1 um, 
But uh, yeah, I just picked up Assassin's Creed Odyssey again because I beat like the main story, um, and now I'm doing like Elysium and all that other stuff. Um, Sorry, for, 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 Sorry, yeah. But I mean, as far like I, I like a good shooter game. I like adventure games. Um, awesome. I'm waiting. Awesome. I'm waiting for the for the college football games to come back because those are the Woo! most fun. Amen. Um, Amen. I respect you on that, Alex. I'm waiting on that game too. That's one of my favorite games. So as long as you pick USC, you good. I played two. No man, LSU, bro. But I don't, but in, with two K, I don't play. I don't play other people. I've tried playing online. I got smoked. I was like. Get this. I just play it for the my career. Um, oh yeah, two for two. I do the same thing with my game. That's though. very true. same thing with mine. <laughs> Playing online is it's a whole different beast. Uh, classic. You said you had a question, so go ahead, bro. Yeah. Um. So I I'm wondering. So especially after uh joining MLW, uh, do you have any dream matches or or even a dream manager that you would like to have, even going down the line or right now? Uh, a manager. I'm. I'm. I haven't met Dan Lambert. He yet. He negotiated my contract, but I haven't met him yet. But I'm oh, uh, hoping to get to meet him at the next uh, next TV taping. Um, dream matches definitely Jacob Pasu, uh, Hammerstone. But meeting him in person, I was like, this man is really, really big. This man is massive. But I still want to. I still want to go one on one. Um, EJ Naduka, who just Signed to MLW, he got released from NXT. Um, he's a really, really dope individual. Um, I want to go. I want to go one on one with Tom Mahler again. I want to wrestle Lee Moriarty, Calvin Tankman. Outside of MLW, my dream match is Shelton Benjamin. Oh, wow. nice! I can see it. Nice. Golden standard. Yeah. Can you beat up Cedric too? Because he talked too much. Like, uh, <laughs> I like Cedric. I like I like Swole too. Swole's hilarious. Man. You, okay, okay. Actually, I respect yeah. it. Let's see, Jack. All right, so I got I got two questions for you. One, because I'm curious, man. You call you know your your nickname is you know Suplex Assassin. Where did that come from? Man, so a lot of people think it's like some like cool like wild story, and it's really not. Um, uh. So I did this. I did this trial for this um, for this uh, promotion called Evolve. It doesn't exist anymore. It got bought out by WWE. It doesn't. It did. That's right. Yeah. So uh, I did the trial, and the the booker for it, his name's Gabe Spolsky. He's basically like said I didn't have any charisma. I didn't have a character. You know, I didn't really have any direction. Which at the time was true. It still hurt to hear, but it, it was true. So. Like, I was trying to, like, figure out, like, something that, you know, cause I, like, when I first, like, before I started training, I wanted to be, like, the high-fly guy or whatever, but I learned pretty quickly that that was me. Um, and, like, I know that I, I knew that I had my amateur background, so I was trying to find something that I could do um, to involve that. Um, and I wrestled a little freestyle in Greco in college. I was like, well, let me figure out something that, where I can wrap this in. I can't be the suplex machine because that's already been done. Um, I can't be the suplex master. I mean, I could be, but that would have been weird. Um, mm-hmm. So I was playing uh, one of the 2K games. I believe it was like 2K16, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, and I was like trying to, I was creating myself in the game, like trying to see like like what looks cool as far as like gear and stuff. 
and like I got to the name portion of it and uh I was messing around with like the announce name and I saw assassin and I was like yo is there somebody called the assassin okay yeah there's someone there was somebody named the assassin or oh, and I was like the suplex the suplex assassin yo that's fire and I went and looked it up online to make sure nobody else did uh had that moniker or whatever and once I figured that it was like free free game that's what I decided to run with um and that's and like at first I didn't think it was going to get over or anything like that but you know I just kind of just tried to stay as true to it as possible um and it has it's, that's been the best decision I ever made cool oh. and then and then that's awesome man so my my other question is, when it's all said and done with your career, what what do you want your legacy to be? What do what do you want to be remembered for? I guess in I, I guess in a broad sense, I want to be known as one of the best that have ever done this, especially one of the best black wrestlers that have ever done this. Um, so I guess as far as like I, I guess that's what I want my legacy to be. Um, but really out really outside of that, I don't really know yet. Okay, because you're just getting started, pretty much, then, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm only two years in, man. While we're on the topic of being the best, uh, Sir Mac also had another question. You know, he said, when it comes to the suplex assassin moniker, if you can think of a Mount Rushmore for suplex assassins, who would make out your four? Uh, Kurt Angle, Taz, Brock Lesnar, of course, Scott Steiner. Mm. You better say nice. That was a a great list. That's a good list, man. Big booty daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Could you see when you add two fourths and two together with five and you add two percent with that, you get a two percent chance of winning. Yeah. (laughs) All that. All right. Now for the final question. Um, so you show up to MLW. How do you know like who you're wrestling and like what do you do? Like do they is it more so like free range or do they have a script for you like like no it is it is definitely it is all it is very 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 well produced like they have they have scripts and everything i really didn't get to touch a script it was mainly the people in the suits and stuff or whatever that were running around uh telling people what they needed to do um but yeah i got there um they uh they told me what my match would be which it was essentially a squash match um just something just a way for me to like showcase you know who the suplex assassin is um against a local talent um but yeah it's really it's 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 done it's done really really well it's 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 essentially like anything else like an AEW or WWE as far as the uh the production goes um but yeah they have everything pretty much planned out to a T the only thing that you really have input on is how you come to the ring like they have your music and all that stuff but how you act when you come out of the curtain um and like what you're actually doing um in your match um they have like certain points that they want you to hit but outside of that it's kind of your own you have creative control on that dope that is dope um in closing i guess the last question here would be if you ever like, you know, got big enough, would you ever want to be in WWE? Have they ever came close? Like, you know, has there any been no. any interest anywhere else? Or are you like continuing um, MLW? Uh, 
I'm right now. I'm I'm content with where I am. I like. I really really enjoy the locker room and like and the office and everything in MLW, um, which you don't you don't get everywhere that you go. Sometimes it's like okay, the money's good or whatever. But I don't necessarily like everybody in the locker room. I don't like everybody in the office. But it, even from like the first time I came in, like everybody made everybody from top bottom side to side everybody made me feel comfortable um everybody was really really nice to me um you know it really felt like a family uh because we were the, the the whole thing was trying to put on the best show we possibly could um so right now i i'm loving mlw um That's great. in three years after my con with my contract up depending on if i win uh a, a belt um which i if i win a belt I, they add on a fourth year, but if oh, I, no. none of that happens, um, yeah, if if uh, if the money's right as far as going to WWE or something, yeah, cool. Um, or AEW is fine. Impact, or I'm really, I really want to get over to Japan. Okay, um, nice. Uh, and MOW has international contacts, so I'm gonna try to use their international contacts to get over there. Um, the only thing with WWE for me is like I think the whole like tryout thing that they have combine thing I think it's really stupid. Um, like I get what they're trying to do. Like they're like they're number one in wrestling or whatever, or they're perceived as number one in wrestling. Um, but I feel like this shit's unnecessary because like guys can get through guys and girls can get through their little tryout thing or whatever, um, and then they'll never they never make it to TV or uh it, they never really pan out um and a lot of their tryout isn't so much can you wrestle can you follow directions it's following directions is cool great it's awesome but the way that they do it is they 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 blow you up which means they make you extremely tired and then they see if you can follow the directions um and it just feels really indoctrination me to me um uh, really weird um uh, if I can get signed by WWE and not have to do the little tryout thing, you're signing me because you like what I do with Brent or whatever. So if I can get over that little tryout nonsense or whatever, cool. If not, I'm going somewhere. You know, honestly, I think you might be on that route, bro. Because like, like you say, only only two, you know, two years in, and you're already getting you know signed with MLW because they see something, you know. So I, you know, from what I see, I could just say keep on doing it. You you definitely can get there, bro. Yeah, I'm ultimately wherever. Uh, if I if I'm in MLW for the rest of my career, that I'd be I'd be great with that. Um, because I do because like a lot of guys they want to get signed to WWE because they don't like being on the indie, indies. But like I I don't see the indies as a bad thing. The indies is fucking great right. because you have your freedom. Like you don't have anybody you don't have anybody telling you like where you can go. I mean there are I mean. Uh, in my contract, like I can't work for like certain like major companies. Like I can't work for WWE, NXT, AEW, Impact, GCW, anything like that. But like outside of those companies, like I can, I have free reign to go where I want to go and get paid and build my name. Because um, there's guys like uh, I don't know if you guys know who Effie is, but he he's like he's he's making more than a lot of people are making and he's only on the independent um i mean he has a twitch stream you know he's he has different avenues of, of revenue but like he doesn't ever need to get signed um and like if that ended up being like the route that i took i'd be fine i'd still be a professional wrestler i'd still be on a 
major platform, I'd still be reaching hundreds of thousands of people. Um, so if I can make if I can make my money in MLW and on the independent, I'm good. I'm my goal. My main goal is to make a living, make my living off professional wrestling. However that happens, like I'm good with it. Remarkable. And in closing, is there if any advice you can offer anyone that's you know that's either in your shoes now or that are trying to be in your shoes, like trying to become a professional wrestler or just want to do anything in wrestling? Period. Like, what advice? Um. Do you First off, find a good school. Like, not every wrestling school is a good school. Um, and as far as like a good school goes, it's like somebody who's been, you know, to the top. Like, Fox has been on, he was on Lucha Underground. Um, he's been in FC, he was in FCW uh, when it was, when I was still developmental or whatever. And he's wrestled everybody that's on television. So, if you're in Atlanta and you're trying, you want to become a professional wrestler, that'd be the place to go. Some people are going to say the Nightmare Factory. The Nightmare Factory is cool. The Nightmare Factory is also hella expensive. And yeah. So, I mean, if you have the money to do that, do that. But, you know, if you don't have like thousands of dollars or whatever to blow on wrestling, like WWE 4 is like, uh, let me say, what is it? 1600 for three years. Um, so, like, I feel like that and having Fox and the amount of knowledge that he has is the best route to go. So definitely find a good school. Um, and then like once you get in and you've and you've like learned the basics and stuff like that, um, get in the car with guys that are working shows already and travel with them. When you travel with them, you may not get a spot that day. You may um or you know, you may they may ask you to do something else that's non wrestling related but still helps the show. But that's like paying your dues essentially. Um and you know, if you have a, if you're, if the promoter's not a sleaze bag or whatever, like he'll see you, um, you know, helping out and, you know, trying to make yourself useful. And you'll probably end up getting a spot in like a scramble or something like that. And once you get that spot, then you have to prove yourself. Um, invest, invest in your image, which is your gear, um, your, your music your social media, all of those things. You need all of those things so whatever to make it a good business. Um, be a good person. Don't be out here being a, a dirt bag, please bag, or whatever. Because I feel like the biggest testament to how good of a wrestler you are is if people like you in real life. If your colleagues like you in real life, you're good. If every, if, but if your colleagues over here, especially when it's justified that you're uh, that they don't like you or whatever, that you're an asshole, that you're a backstabber or anything like that, uh, life is going to be very, 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 very hard for you on the road. Watch wrestling, but don't watch it from the, 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 fan, the fan standpoint. Watch it from a studying standpoint. And watch all different kinds of wrestling. Yes, watch like what you want your style to be, but watch all different kinds of wrestling. Because the more wrestling that you watch, the be- the easier it'll be easier it'll be to pick up because um, wrestling's very it's easy but it's also very complex okay hey man it was a pleasure having you on man like so amazing right this went better than like it was oh my god epic. my mind is blown right now like you oh, just really? literally dropped facts for everybody listening 
And it's just been such an honor. Thank you for taking the time to come on our little podcast. Thank you guys for having me. I really, I really do appreciate it. Hey, Alex, all, all I got to say is, man, um, I, I look forward to what's, what's, what's about to happen because I, I really, I have watched your matches, man, and you, you bring it. I love the talent. You got a great story. And, you know, you can only go to the top from here. You know, like we all, we all appreciate having you on. And, you know, if there, but if, do one question I do have for you, if, if people do want to get a hold of you, like what's, what's your contact, like social media wise? Uh, Twitter, I'm Alex underscore Kane 11. Um, TikTok is the Suplex Assassin 1. Uh, Instagram is the Suplex Assassin. And then my Facebook fan page, Alex Kane 41. There y'all go. Y'all got the socials. Also, be sure to check him out on ML, M, excuse me, MLW. I don't want to get suplexed. MLW <laughs> on YouTube and as well as Vice TV. Am I right? Yes. And also BN Sports. B-E-I-N Sports. That one too, man. Like you said, he's, he's posed to do big things. So y'all heard it here on Ringside Mayhem first. So we don't want to, oh, oh, oh nope. We tried to warn y'all, so when he blow up, don't uh don't jump on the bandwagon too For real. <laughs> the future was already here. Yeah. Talking about bandwagon though, um, so for the record, if we in Atlanta, can we get the hookup on getting backstage? <laughs> uh I mean back I mean backstage where though? Uh, I don't know wherever you wrestling at. Uh, wherever yeah. you at, can we get backstage at that? I could probably work that out with somebody oh. somewhere. Ah! Uh, if, it, if if not that, I'll give you guys some free merch. Oh, that's there we go. Free ninety nine. That's we'll the best have, thing. We'll have our GM get with you on that in that department. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Again, Alex, man, we thank you for coming on, man. I I really do appreciate it. Thank you, guys. It was an honor to be your first guest. Man. What an interview, man. Like like we said, if y'all don't know Alex Kane, please, please, please do us a favor and check him out. Such a great guy, guys. I mean, it's always great, like a pro wrestler, a athlete, whoever, you know, just celebrity, period. Um, take time out to do human things, you know. He didn't have to come on here and talk to us, but he did, and we greatly appreciate it. So, Alex, thank you again. Yeah, you speaking facts, man. The fact that he really did just take that time out just to do what he did for us, you know, the, the you know the love the love is there, man. And you know, love is there. And you know, just uh, you know, let it be known, like you said, the human side of him. When I first talked to him about the podcast, I just asked him to listen, and he said, "Hey, how about I come on?" Like that that shows, like you know, the good heart he got. Just he, he's a dope person, man. Y'all look out for him, though. For real. Definitely look out for him. So at this time, we're going to go on with the rest of the show. Like we said, we had SmackDown for y'all. And it was the last SmackDown in the Thunderdome era. Raw um, currently aired yesterday. Don't feel bad. Um, wasn't much to talk about when it came to Raw, other than we do know that AJ Styles and Omos will be taking on the Viking Raiders at Money in the Bank. Um, so that is one of the matches that I'm not looking forward to. I really don't give a damn about it. I'm just going to be honest. I know I sound like Sir Mac right there, huh? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure he doesn't give a damn either. But on to SmackDown, guys. Jimmy Uso was featured off through this whole show. Very shocking. Um, I did not expect 
you know, because you know all all the back back um background talk of you know oh there might be something happening and everything like that, and you might have to change stuff. I didn't expect to see him, but like you said, like right out the gate, you see him come to the door. I need to talk to you, Oos. I said what? And there's rumors floating around, and Rose, I'm not sure if you saw it, but there was rumors going around that The Rock played a vital role in, you know, them, I guess, smoothing things out with Jimmy, and then they also stated that they couldn't discipline him like they wanted to because he's in such a big um, storyline, you know, with Roman and his brother. I get that, but we've seen storylines change up out of nowhere. Yeah. For example, Nikki Ash. Um, <laughs> so I kind of don't buy that. You know what I mean? So whatever is happening behind the scenes is what's happening behind the scenes. What I do not agree with is fans attacking Naomi. Yes. That I don't let's, get. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. So as a wife, as a black wife, I, I understand some people are going to be like, Oh, she need to, you know, check back. She need to check her husband and, you know, messing up their livelihoods like this and putting them all out in the public. They are a very private couple. Like, we don't know their lives outside of wrestling. So for people to attack her and say she's weak, she's this and the third, or she let she's leading him to drink, and that is so out of pocket. That is so uncalled for. That it's just so upsetting that fans feel that they're entitled to know these wrestlers' personal lives like that. And to attack a woman's character based off of what is happening in her marriage, they have no right to do that. And I am a Naomi fan as of her as a professional wrestler, but I also admire how she carries herself as a woman. And I kind of feel like it's a personal attack just as a black woman and as a wife that people have the audacity to really think that they know somebody. So for me, it's just a really sore spot. And I'm happy she deactivated her Twitter and is just stepping away from all of this mess because why is she getting blamed for something a grown man is doing? I'm coming to you right now before I go to you, Classic, because, you know, we had this conversation, you know, in the last episode, you know, in regards to Jimmy Uso. Um, do you kind of feel like this, like morale, like, oh, wow, like, if this was another person, they would be like disciplined on the spot. Like, do you feel like it's because well, of pain? I, 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 there's a couple of things I, I look at this. Like you said, we did talk about this previously. And the biggest thing we said is the timing of it. Yep. Now, now to start with the whole rock thing, I don't know how legit that is. If it is cool, respect. That means it's the name at, and at the end of the day, they're all part of the Anna White family. You know, that's the biggest name in wrestling. They go decades upon decades of dominating in wrestling. So what I'm thinking is that if that is the case, then what they're doing is they're trying to keep their storyline intact, meaning they, they keep Jimmy going for now. But once there's a time period of where he's not needed, I think they're going to write him off. And then he gets his suspension then. And then he comes back in time to build a feud with The Rock. Because that's, at the end of the day, I think that's what this is leading to. Which is why The Rock is like, nah, not yet. Not yet. Well, wait. what happens with the Mysterios? Because if you look what happened on SmackDown, 
Right. Um, it I, that surprised me. I, I will yeah. say that the fact that they did what they did, you know, because I don't know if we're gonna go through the whole show, if we're just gonna go through highlights, but you know, Ed comes out, right? You know, calls out Roman. Roman comes out. Usos, specifically Jay, was like, "Ah, oh, nah, this is a trap. Let's go." So him and Jimmy, they run out right behind him. Roman tells him, "I got this. I got this." He proceeds to enter the ring. They have a face off for Edge. They duke it out. Usos come up right behind them. Next thing you know, we hear the Mysterio's music, and then they both get popped with chairs. So it might be a point to where maybe Jimmy don't get no, no issues for a bit, and meaning that maybe at Money in the Bank we get Usos versus Mysterio's, and the Usos win because the way Jay came back and hit that promo is like, I'm here for us. I'm here for the family. More importantly, I'm here to get these tag titles. So he, it's kind of a, a foreshadow of maybe there is no discipline right now, not for a bit. Maybe and I think that's maybe maybe that's what the Rock is saying is like, hey, just go through your storyline of how you have it right now. Discipline them later. Maybe the discipline will come at Money in the Bank. Maybe they'll lose. Maybe I'm hoping they do because I would love to see at SummerSlam they win the titles. Because let's be honest, classic and, and Rose and the CJ. Let's be honest. This storyline gonna go on till next year. Yeah, it it, it definitely. Oh yeah, for sure. So I, I mean, and what are the Mysterios doing with the titles? They're not doing anything. No, no. It's like we said before. It's you know, with who we have carrying these titles, they need to elevate. If they're not elevating, then why are they carrying it? Exactly. Yeah, that like that. That's why I think I think I phrased last episode. I think I phrased it wrong when I said. when I when I ask the question, can Vince uh can Vince do it? You want to come to family? Like I know that he he can, but like I said, like when it comes to stuff like like you said with the Rock and storyline and all that, will he? Because we you know especially when it's a close you know when it's close you know close to home. Um, like mm-hmm. uh, like I said before, if if I have a feeling if if it was anybody like brand spanking new to the WWE and um. You know, uh, if if it, like I said, if it was brand spanking new, it, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been a second thought. You know that you know that fit your push to getting taken away. You know we've seen it time and time again. If they mess up, even if they don't mess up that much, but Vince don't like it, you know he he's gonna say, oh yeah, you know you're out. But since you're close to the family and you're in a top spot right now, and it's like one of the hottest, um, one of the hottest stories going on on um on SmackDown. Yeah, I I. I I kind of didn't see it coming. I, I kind of, you know, I, I thought it might, you know, with the, with you know the talk backstage. But like you said, it, it's it, it, like I said, with storyline, it's needed. And like you said, Lafite, we need somebody to take those tag team titles. We need we need somebody to elevate them. I don't know anybody else that can right now. Um, I would say also, yeah, definitely though. After this, whenever after is, there need to be something. You know, like you know, a uh, a something they rehab something. Um, Rutherford, right. Doc mm-hmm. and Pay something. Yeah, well, I mean, Rose, this is specifically for you because I I know we had this discussion back and forth when it comes to Jimmy, but if this was Jeff, would this have been different? Mm. Uh, that's a good observation. I think it would have been different. Um. There's not a not as much legacy with Jeff, even though he has put his body on the line for the company a lot more. 
than Jimmy has. But I also think the company has helped Jeff tremendously yep. through um, through his issues as well. So um, the fact that these wrestlers are also involved in storyline and how it's written, it could be two different situations. Um, we've seen Jeff's storyline be, you know, his issues being put into the storyline. We're not seeing that with Jimmy. It was it wasn't really uh, mentioned, or you know, they didn't get the cop video and put it up on the screen and incorporate it into the storyline the way they have with Jeff. So um, it's being done differently, and it's two different situations. So I don't think we should really compare the two. Um, that that's just my opinion. Yeah, I, yeah. The, I think the only thing the Uthos got like ever referring to their stuff was um, John Cena rapping about it, but that was it. And the crowd yeah. went old one time, but that was it. And they, they're other than the New Day, they're what are they eight time or seven time tag champs? Mm-hmm. Yep. So they're like eight right time. under the New Day. Well, no, they're six time right now, so they'd be they're vying for the seventh. Yeah, so they're up there right with the New Day. So. I mean, there's some lineage there. However, I'm not a fan of it. I mean, not the storyline, but, you know, you you got to make an example because th- this type of stuff can't happen. Thankfully, he didn't injure himself or anybody else. It's not a slap on the wrist. It's not a, hey, don't do this again. It's not, no, you can't do that. You, you got to do something. But we just got to, you know, stay tuned because, like I said, SmackDown's, um, Returning with live fans this upcoming Friday. And we do know that we got a six-man tag match. Edge and the Mysterios taking on the Bloodline. And I'm 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 intrigued and I'm pretty happy to see this because it's going to be fans there. No more of these computer screens or nothing like that. The Drew, Drew, Drew chants are gone. Yay. Just the uh, piping in of the booze and the cheers. McAfee about to be acting a fool. So I, I'm excited. Oh, even dude. worse. Gonna, right. Oh, I you know I I bid farewell to the Thunderdome era. I mean, they were entertaining, and I, I I respect them for coming in. You know, night in, night out, week in, week out, putting on shows when you know it, we were dealing with such a hard time in the world with COVID. But it looks like things are starting to slowly get back to normal. So WWE's like, hey, we hitting the road, all gas, no brakes, let's go. So we do know, like I said, SmackDown this upcoming Friday is going to be live. Raw's Thunderdome episode, it's a wrap. It's pre-taped, so, you know, we'll have that. Well, no, we won't because Money in the Bank is is taking place this weekend, so we won't have Raw unless something major happens. But, Rose, um, this might be your first thorn, it might not. Actually, you might have two thorns. So... At this time, you know, what was it, Friday, let's see, thing? Bailey, we, we received word that Bailey yeah, suffered an injury. Yeah, she tore her ACL. Tore her ACL. She's out nine months with a recovery. It's such, it's such, a, it's such a travesty how, um, dip, how many dipshit fans is out there. Oh, the bitch is pregnant. Or, oh, and it's like, come on now, bro. Just because she's out nine months doesn't mean she's pregnant. Like, we know the trend. We know who's pregnant, but she's literally and legitimately hurt, so you know, have a heart. Like we all don't care for Bailey like that. However, we wish you a speedy recovery. Injuries are not a great. It's not great because we know, like we were getting an I quit match. You know, and it it, it would have been fire in front of fans. 
But we getting Carmelo versus Bianca. Because, <sighs> you know, another, like, another thing, like, with Bailey, though, because, you know, if you think about it, she was one of the champions for the Thunderdome era. Bailey was the MVP. She, I can't, I cannot, like, her character, it gets on my nerves. But the work she's put in the ring, and y'all might be able to agree with me, y'all might not. And if y'all don't, that's fine. But she put in work. I think, what was it, like 288 days or something like that as champion? Yeah, two, no, yeah no, like girl. 282. Oh, it was two, yeah, it was 280 something. So she put in work. Sasha Banks had her little um, time as well. And before we continue, I just want to send a special congratulations to Bianca and Sasha for representing the WWE at the ESPYs. That was a beautiful moment. And this poses my question now, Rose. We know Carmella is fighting Bianca. Basically, her spot goes to Liv Morgan. So we like, hmm, we got two spots left. We begin to, you know, predict, oh, who's going to get these last two spots? Well, it was reported earlier today, or yesterday, excuse me, Monday, that Sonya Deville has added Natalia. Why? I don't know, but she's added Natalia to the match, leaving one spot. Now, if I had to make a prediction, I am going to say Sasha Banks gets the last spot. Yeah, I, I think I, I think I see that happening. If like I I know some people I've seen some people hoping that this will be the open to bring back Mia Yim, but oh that would be great too. Because I I did see that she did post um actually did actually post the memory from when she was in a ladder match at NXT. So a lot of people were like, is this maybe a foreshadowing that she might be a part of the um, she might be a part of the um the the ladder match. So maybe that could be a hopeful too. But yeah, if not Mia, I do see Sasha definitely. The Luke's, how y'all feeling? Ooh, that's a tough one. I I uh, to me, I've been saying it, and I'm possibly wrong, but I think. You know, if I was Sonya, I put myself in it. I would, too. I would too. I mean, because if if you know how I'm looking at it, I'm like, if you look at Raw's side, right? It's Naomi, Oscar, Nikki, Alexa. Mm-hmm. They all have a similar wrestling style, right? Mm-hmm. And they're all technically pretty dang athletic and gifted. If we're looking at SmackDown, we got now it's Liv because she's replacing Carmella. Um, now Natalia and Zelina. Yeah. Mm. You know, I if if we had to pick a favorite right now, I'll be leaning more towards Raw, just due to the caliber of female talent that they're bringing into this. So again, I I think it's Sonya, but if not, I I, I say it's gonna be Tony Storm. I'll be shocked if it's Mia. I think Mia deserves it, though. She really does. But let's see. But, Rose, like I know you got a good take on this, and I'm curious to hear how you feel. Yes. Let us have it. I'm annoyed because Carmella, like, why? <laughs> the spot she had in the Money in the Bank, quali- that was earned. That she That was her spot. Yeah. That was her lane. She needed to stay in her lane. But as far as getting the next in line for 
the belt, I was just like, uh, no, no, just no. I don't, I don't, I don't, oh my God, my head hurts. Like, no, I just, that's all I can say is just no. She, she doesn't deserve to just be bumped up. I understand she's a former SmackDown Women's Champion. I, I get that. But what has she done lately to earn that spot? Hasn't she lost her last three matches? Not, and not plus even. the hiatus she took, she was like off air for what, two two months? And then she just gets bumped up to a championship match? God forbid she wins. I really hope not. Bianca will. But still, just that spotlight. I'm just like, okay. Um, Nikki Ash has been putting in more work than Carmella has. Am I wrong? No, you, you you're right. I I think they're just trying to um. One one, I don't like it, but they they they're just trying to circle around her because I think she she's got more of a money in the bank um accolades than anybody else. So I think that's that's what they're trying to go by. Um, it, it's stupid because like I said, she just lost, not 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 even just the last two nights. She just lost to Liv, who was fighting to get back up there. And even right. with that, and even with that, I don't even like. Like I said, I saw where they were going with Liv, and I think they should have kept on going there. Like, yeah. like the the Daniel Bryan aspect, yeah, the, um, angle with her, right. yeah. But it's like now since um Bailey Bailey got um now since Bailey got dropped, they just treated her like, oh well, okay, since she can't come, you're on now. Like you should have still just built her up. Like no, nah, even though you know we got some spots left, you still got to fight. They still should have made that happen. Well, she's been fighting. That was like, she's been two, three matches of, oh, you know, face this person, you can qualify. Face this person, you can qualify. So what I had an issue with on that segment was just, um, oh my God, her name just left my mind right now. Carmella? Sonia. Sonia was like, well, if he had let me finish, I was like, how is she going to be that disrespectful to someone who's actually standing up and taking, you know, taking her spot and speaking up for herself. Isn't that what she wanted the women's division to do in the first place? Yeah. And then you had the audacity to try and put her in her place. Like, okay. But yet you're just giving opportunities to Carmella. Like, it ain't still walking to the ring. And, uh, I, oh, my God, I can't. She needs to get. I, I really wish someone could shoot a BB gun into her head and wrap her up in that <laughs> damn sheet that drops Every week during her entrance, and then she could just be rolled away. Just so bye-bye. So violent. I don't. Well, this is, that's the only way I can express my dis like disdain, not dislike, just disdain over this situation. I just, it's not just a BB gun though, but a okay. BB gun to the head though. That that's I painful. Need, I need help making sense of this whole situation. Natalia and Tamina are the women's tag team Boy, champions. Don't right? get me started on that one. Lose to Shotzi and Knox, which has a it has a ring to it. If it's a tag team name, but please don't walk around calling this girl Knox. That's just wrong. Nothing was wrong with Tegan Knox, because I know some teams you know they shorten the name, but you lose to Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox. You are feuding with Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. Where is Natalia in this match? When you could have just did a triple threat tag team match on the pre-show with all three teams, like it, I, I'm just trying to make sense of those. Here's another thorn, Pierre. 
Okay, let's have it. Here's another thorn on that match. What in the hell sloppiness was that from the veteran? What was that? What what <sighs> what kind of kick was that supposed to be a super kick? I don't understand. She looked like Chun Li in Street Fighter. What <laughs> happened to that? Like it was just so sloppy. Mm. And then Natalia. This is why I was so upset when they announced Natalia all of a sudden was in the money in the bank. I was like, where and why? And why is the champion in this match? Doesn't so what happens if Natalia wins? Are we going to get a two belt situation again? This makes no sense. This makes belt. no sense. No. Ninety-two belts, Lucite. <laughs> oh my God! Don't I'm... don't don't speak that into existence. Um... <laughs> Y'all won't. Yeah. Well, this is um... like you wanting a sandwich from Deli Delicious, and you have to end up going to Subway. Ooh, ooh, that's Ouch. pretty accurate. Yeah. I like that. That's oh. Speaking of accuracy, we had two more Money in the Bank qualifying matches for the men's bracket, and it is now official. The bracket is complete. We had mm-hmm. Cesaro take on Seth Rollins, and Seth Rollins prevailed. Mm-hmm. He is in the match. We also had, I'm calling his ass Shinsuke Nakamura. I ain't calling him no goddamn king, because he ain't do shit to be a king. He Shinsuke got the crown. Nakamura. You got to call him a king. You can feel it. You got to feel it. That shit is nine-tenths of the law. Come on, That shit is nine-tenths of the law. Shit. Anywho, <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura took on Baron Corbin, and he beat Baron Corbin. So for the SmackDown side, we have Big E, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Shinsuke Nakamura. On the Raw side, we have Riddle, Drew McIntyre, uh, Ricochet, and John Morrison. Now, I'm more excited about this match than I was early on because, you know, the level of competitive, the competitiveness and the spots that we're going to get out of all eight of these guys, it's going to be great. You got Big E with power and speed. You got Seth with mind tricks. You got Drew McIntyre with annoyance. Riddle with jokes. Ricochet with, you know, high flying. Speed, yeah. high fly. yeah, exactly. John Morrison with the drip stick. Throw it away. Um, Big <laughs> e, I mean, Kevin Owens, just a mastermind. Um, Nakamura. So it's, it's, it's going to be great. Lucite, is your pick still the same? Wait, who did no? You were picking Randy, but he's not in it anymore. So is your pick? Nah, still? I was picking Biggie. You were picking Biggie. You are absolutely right. Is your pick still the same? Um, no, no, it's not. Uh, I hate to, cause here the thing is why I'm confused with because originally because y'all know going into those two matches, I said I wanted to see Corbin and Cesaro win. Obviously, I was yeah. wrong because they went the opposite direction. Now this could this this whole match can go. To the point to where Seth wins it, because if you look at all the names, he's the biggest name in the match. Yeah, he is. But I think I, I'm gonna swing the riddle. That's my pick, just due to the fact of who they have it. I think this is gonna go to riddle, and is gonna bring Orton back into the picture, and we get that turn we've been wanting to see. I, I don't because to me I'm like with Seth being in there it kind of frees up it, it it frees up you know Riddle to get that briefcase because I already know with Seth they because they teased it on SmackDown I don't know if y'all caught this but Edge Edge pretty much told Seth I'm I'm here to collect that receipt from 2014 yeah I'm, so I'm going they, they've kind of told us that the next you know the next feud is going to be Seth Seth and Edge so I don't think Seth's going to win this, this match Seth yeah. But I'm going in a different direction. 
I'm still picking Kevin Owens. Where are you going? I'm still picking Kevin Owens. Okay. Because um, I feel like Riddle and Randy will be the ones to take the belts off AJ and Omos at SummerSlam. Interesting. Okay. You, I mean, you got search for these guys. You know True. all that. I don't. I don't think you you ruin that momentum by doing that. And I know Randy asked for time off, so he's and whole by it, by all it. means he deserves it. Yes, he deserves yes. it. So, I mean, Riddle can win, and I mean, I wouldn't mind mm-hmm. seeing Randy versus Matt Riddle at SummerSlam either. There's just so much you can go. But we, yes, like you said, we do know Seth Rollins and Edge are going to lock up at SummerSlam. Like it's it's inevitable. Like you said. You know, oh, you haven't changed much since 2014. Like, it's, you know, it just Twitter was buzzing. Oh my God, is this? Are we getting this at SummerSlam? Make this happen, you know. So it's inevitable. You WWE, you have to do it. You have to. If you want to put butts in, excuse me. If you want to put asses in the seats, you will make this match. Now we've seen Brock Lesnar looking like a Viking. I don't know what the hell. But that don't look like a sign of a man that's coming back. No, so uh, <laughs> he, he he was doing a um I guess he was doing he was doing a YouTube show. I looked it up. So he called a, a bearded butchers. So he I guess he was learning how to be a butcher. Um oh God. something like that. So yeah, that's 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 what that was. I I just didn't know where the ponytail came from. He looked like a, a right. extra off of Mortal Kombat. He looked so different. So yeah. Kevin Owens winning. I think he'll I think he'll go after Bobby. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just trying to, you know, you know, you can't go honestly. To be honest with you guys, all eight of these guys can win realistically. Yeah. Well, seven. Drew McIntyre going with. Yeah. But you know, all seven of these guys can win because we already know Drew McIntyre. We 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 see it. You're gonna be locked up with with uh, Jinder Mahal at SummerSlam. It's obvious. He takes your sword. You have a fit. We we know. But anything else about SmackDown before we close it out with the Money in the Bank um, predictions and matches and all that? Um, I think you know I I, I think Biggie might get it. Okay. Um, so you going I, with Biggie? Because that was my original prediction, but yeah, with Seth winning, um, I, I don't see it happening. The only reason I'm going with Biggie, um, I, I don't see Seth winning. I I, I see uh, I, I don't think he's going to get the Money in the Bank. I think he's just gonna have a few with Edge after it, um, but with Biggie, I, I don't. I, it's some about those talking smack promos still with with him and um, Paul that just still got me looking like okay, this this might be something they might be pushing because he, he kept on saying the next the next time the next opportunity the next WrestleMania the next this and each time he talked to Paul he's like I got you I, I remember what you told me and I got you so it's like I, I don't know. I'm feeling Biggie. If not Biggie, I'm with Pierre with KO. I just think those those my that's, those are my top two though. Rose, just for funsies and just to be different, I'm gonna pick Shinsuke. Okay. Okay. Very deserving as well. He's getting a really big pop right now. Oh, the crowd is about to eat that entrance up, y'all. Y'all ready for that? I know. I'm just ready for Pat McAfee to jump in the crowd and do some crazy oh, ish. Bro, bro. <laughs> let him sit on Michael Cole again one time. Just bro, in the cold. Do you he feel it? It's about to go crazy, bro. He's he gonna be in the crowd. It's about to be epic. So if you're sitting down there on Friday, have fun. 
even at SummerSlam, if you're near Pat McAfee, just have fun because it's coming. Yes. Like, oh my God. I prefer this Pat McAfee to the one on NXT any day. Yeah. Now, yeah. what about the women? Who we picking? Because mm. <laughs> I don't know. Sonia, because she's most likely going to be the last spot. Okay, let's see that. Uh, come back to me, man. I I I gotta really think on this one. Okay, uh, classic. I pick Lily. Okay, I oh, know. Okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> you said her name. Now the bitch about to show up <laughs> with that little laugh. <laughs> she's definitely, she's definitely showing up. Oh yeah, um, right. I but uh, going by who's shame, on shame. there. You know what? I, you you know what? What if I, I'm I'm gonna go for, I'm gonna go for the Hail Mary. I'm going with Naomi. Okay, I'll go to Hail Mary. Okay. okay, Naomi. Okay, I am going with. I know y'all gonna crucify me for this, but I'm going with Zelina. Fire I, Dragon. Had a fit. Oh, I'm going with Zelina. Zelina, the promo she been cutting is just. I'm going with Zelina. Well, I could be wrong, but hey, you know. I I, I got I got I got two ways of looking at this. I I think it could be Naomi. Um, yep. But but I'm curious to see who the last person is because if it's Tony, then I'm going with Tony Storm. Okay. If it's not Tony Storm, then I'm picking Naomi. I'll just all be wrong and Bianca's back. I mean, um, Sasha. Sasha. I said it. I said she might. If Sasha's in it, then that's my pick. What? No, not Sasha. Who? Becky? Becky, yeah. Oh, that's a. Ooh, if Becky's in it, that's but my. She's favorite. on Raw, isn't she? What? Well, but then, uh, but, it might be, though. So but y'all, so you know, they're, they're very good for if if your husband goes wherever the wife goes to, or the wife, same, like, same difference. So they did it to everybody else. So Seth is on SmackDown. They might just bring Becky to SmackDown. Exactly. Well, I mean, but you look, the Usos are on SmackDown. AKA Jimmy, but and Naomi's on Raw. So they I'm have to separate. Like, they have to separate them two, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's an, like after what just happened. Yep. You know, like you 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 gotta do that. But yeah. uh, I guess we can run through the rest of these matches and and then we'll get to our contest. So we have yes, Drew. Sir. We have Bobby Lashley taking on Kofi Kingston. We have Rhea Ripley taking on Charlotte. And keep in mind, guys, this this whole card is not complete yet. We're just giving you what we know as of Tuesday. You know, WWE likes to announce things later on in the week. So, you know, on SmackDown, some some other matches may happen. But um, those are the ones we do know. And then we know the men's money in the bank and the women's money in the bank. As well as Omos and AJ taking on the Viking Raiders. Lasita, are you still saying new champs? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It has to be, man. I mean, I, I hate, I love AJ Styles. Don't get me wrong. Man, he's hell of an yeah. athlete, put in his time in the business, but, you know, he wanted to make history. He did it. Now get the belt off him. Let let him yeah. continue singles. Let him yeah. let him do what he do best. Because he, he is not a tag team guy at all. You Almost can, you, you can holding tell. him down. Almost an anchor <laughs> to AJ's career. Well, because it's remarkable. It's phenomenal. It's unstoppable. <laughs> yeah, what's up with Apollo Crews? Is is my guy gonna defend his belt or what? 
<laughs> That's the great question. Wait, wait Pierre. Did, wait, wait, wait. Did you just say my guy, Apollo Cruz? No, I'm saying, you know, like, is he going to defend his belt? That ain't my guy. I was just saying, like, is he going to... But you said my guy, so I had to question you. I'm like, it's, it's a It's a Houston thing, though. You know. Uh, okay. <laughs> is he okay. going to defend his belt or what? I mean, because, bro, you are like, what's the deal with you? Yeah. Keep Sammy away, but you, some got to give. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what, what's happening. You know, there's call-ups happening left and right. Oh, and then Lasite. I hate to inform you, but the draft has been pushed back to October. Oh. Whoa. Yeah, man. That's some big news. That just tells me that these call-ups and, you know, well, honestly, I think it's mainly due to be, to Bailey getting hurt because that changes a lot of it. Bailey's shuffled a lot. Yeah. Um, and, and like I said, there's going to be some more call-ups. So I don't yep. want to give these call-ups some time. Bronson Reed is um, interesting, man, because he could come yeah. and challenge Apollo. Oh. oh. I love that. I'll take that. And Keith Lee coming back, hopefully. Please. I, I, I have a feeling he will. I have a feeling he will. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. I think with Keith Lee, it's really a health thing. Yeah. I, is I, he? I don't think, yeah, I don't think it's nothing. I'm just, so you don't think it's mental? Like yeah, it's that too. It's that too. I thought it was legal. That too. Oh, but I don't think be. it's anything yeah. like they're like, oh, we're not going to. I just think. It's something. I think COVID has really affected him and mentally, like you said as well. Because mm-hmm. um, if you watched his WWE 24, the man had a story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The man had a story. So we do, I would love to see him, but I don't know. But on this next episode, we were gonna, we're gonna have raw. I mean, Money in the Bank. No, we're not. 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 I'm, I'm forgive me. We're not gonna have Money in the Bank. We're going to have AEW and NXT. Yay. <laughs> NXT gets, well, they already started the breakout tournament, but we got some matches this upcoming week. So Tonight, matter of fact, we got some matches in this breakout tournament. Uh, let's see, I can't say his name. How do you say it? Is it Ikiman? Yeah, Ikiman Euro or something like that. Yeah, and he's taking on Josh Briggs, right? I believe it's Josh Briggs. No, it's not Josh Briggs. Oh. It's somebody else. Oh, oh, I'm gonna say if it's Josh Briggs, I want to say because I, I did peep two or five live. Josh Briggs is a beast. Did you see Odyssey Jones though? Yes. Yeah, see, that's the thing, man. man. Odyssey Jones is something. He, I, 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 yeah, he, he, he's still gonna be the dark, the dark horse of the because uh, he, he, he's phenomenal. Definitely. Yeah, and at this good. time, I'd like to say fuck you to Cage Side Seats, calling him the next Mark Henry. That is very disrespectful. Let this man Wait, have what his happened? own name. You didn't you didn't see the tweet from Cage Side Seats saying WWE no. found, them, found their Mark Henry? No, wow. I didn't see that. That's and, and and Omos responded, uh Swerve responded, said his name's yeah, that, that was very disrespectful. It could be taken racially. It could be taken racially too. If you but, if okay. you want to go there. Okay. Go ahead. I, I, gotta, I gotta throw this out there. Just now hearing that, I, I get the disrespect, but it's di- not only is it disrespect on honesty, but it's disrespect on Mark Henry, because what's exactly. the intention behind it? Because to right. me, Mark Henry's a hell of a wrestler, and he did a lot for, for the E. And a if lot. you're saying that he he's like, you know, he, he can do that too? Cool. Right. If you're just exactly. saying that can be a big black guy, that's, that's not the way to go about it. Yeah. Yep. Hey, but Pierre, so the match you're talking about is Eekman Euro versus Duke Hudson. 
That's Duke what we're gonna see tonight. Okay. And I'm 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 more than sure Aikman is gonna win that one. I don't know. Like I However, said, that's the thing with this breakout tournaments, man. It's unexpected. Exactly. Hopefully, oh, Parker Bordeaux is an interesting name. Maybe they'll call him that. Without, nah, man. He's going to be so green. I don't know. I'm just saying. I mean, my guy wasn't in the breakout tournament, so we'll see. Uh, anybody? Oh, AEW Fighter Fest Night 1. Uh, we're getting John Moxley versus Carl Anderson for the IWGP United States title. Yes. We're getting Darby Allen versus Ego. All ego, Ethan Page in a coffin match. I don't know what else is happening on on that show, but I do know those are two of the matches to um, keep your eye on, whether they're good or bad. Um, like I said, Sir Mac will be in the building again, and we're gonna rock out. At this time, though, at this time, we have narrowed down this contest, so we will be giving away Russell. Do it every time. I do it every time, <laughs> y'all. Jump into the next year. Two weeks ago, I was talking about Survivor Series. Now I'm talking about WrestleMania. God damn. Um, <laughs> SummerSlam tickets. We'll be giving away SummerSlam tickets. It might be four. It might be five. We're not so sure yet. But all you have to do to be entered is head over to the Ringside Mayhem Facebook page. Like it. Follow it. And you will be entered. That's one way to enter. Lucita, you want to tell them another way to enter? Well, yeah. I mean, you got that. And then look out for this thread coming up on Sunday. We got money in the bank. Put your yeah. predictions in. That's Put another way. Put your predictions way. in. And um, Rose, I'm going to let you come up with this second one because it was your idea. So enlighten us. Oh, before you start, we have Johnny Gargano taking on Karrion Cross. I forgot about that. That's tonight. Mm-hmm. That's going to be good. That's going to be good. So now, Rose, you can drop the contest. Bam. Wait. So you the the one I came up with several. So the one where I had the idea of Vegas, that one. No, save that one. Save that one. Oh, yeah. oh about oh. The, the, the you know the acting. Yes, yeah, the which one? What? What? Okay, I got you. Okay. So Rose came up with a brilliant idea <laughs> that if you're in the thread and you are participating, we're not talking about a simple high. Like, if you're participating throughout the entire thread, throughout the entire pay-per-view, you as well will be entered into the contest. So, mm. just make sure y'all, you know. Yeah. So, just to clarify, listeners, you got three ways to enter. Three. First one, like and follow our page, which is Ringside Mayhem Podcast on Facebook. Uno. Second, second, we got the thread that's coming out this Sunday for Money in the Bank. Put in your predictions. Dos. Third, interact with us, but like be be on it, not not just yeah. high, not just say, oh that was great, like really. Oh, no, I'm gonna watch this later, either. Yeah. But we those are the three. Those are the three ways, and then we're running this contest until July 31st. We gonna we, we're trying to go live so we can you know pick the winner, but like I said, you know those are three ways we're doing it. We're giving away some tickets. We don't know the exact amount just yet. But continue to listen in. Follow us on Facebook. Keyword. More information to come. Giving away the ticket. You are responsible for getting to Las Vegas on your own. Yep. We're only providing the ticket. (laughs) And there's a fourth way to end. There's a fourth way to enter. Acknowledge me. (laughs) Rose. Wait, you know what? Before Rose, thank you again. Alex came, man. We appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Man, for real. Big, big, big shout out y'all like we said he dropped his social media handles earlier in the show 
and um, head over to MLW as well and just check him out, man. He's about to blow up. But yeah, Rose, just take us home. Hey, thanks for listening. If you have any questions, concerns, or comments, hit us up on our website at tssaw.com or, you know, go to our email at ringsidemayhem7 at gmail.com or look us up on Facebook at SSAW and we'll see you there.